What's up, Jazz? Not much. I was relaxed and chilling, and all of a sudden, Jeff Poyle and Doyle wakes me up. Sea <laughs> Rebel Dem, you welcome oh, to episode number Rebel. 32. Damn you, Sea Rebel. <laughs> damn you, Sea Rebel. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> What's up, guys? What up, brother? How you doing? I'm better getting over the freaking nasty ass case of COVID. But How you feeling? I'm better. I'm doing finally now. I'm finally, finally better. My neck kicked my ass, man. Yeah, it sucked. I'd rather have my fucking tongue stapled to the fucking table every morning and have that shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man. It sucks, dude. Oh, she man. Rebel. Knock you right in your ass. Yes, sir. So, Sea Rebel, we brought you on. We want to get your opinion. We know you got some hot takes. Stop breathing so heavy in the phone, please. Yeah, really. Take it easy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the note down you. We're talking our top five fantasy football players of 2021. So, I'm, I'm, interested, I'm interested to hear your take on this, brother. So, give me top your top five. five. Honestly, been, I'd have to say Dak Prescott. I'd have to say, uh, until I got hurt, Murray was a big Murray. Uh, your Arizona quarterback was doing awesome. Um, hey, hey, Chaz, uh, has uh, Kyler Murray or Alvin Kamara yes. played for you yet? Um, I had not one time. <laughs> wow. You got fucked. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, uh, I, I, I feel so bad about that one, but it's like. No, you do not. Dude, there no, was literally, dude, not. dude, Kamara literally was just, I was, able was to balling. Pull that deal off. I'd be just as happy as you were. So don't sell me a bag. Oh, dude, I'm so sad that happened. Dude, I, some I, say it's highway no, robbery. Ch- Chaz, I still got Kamara. Chaz, I got Kamara in, other th- in three other leagues still. <laughs> and I'm still dealing with the same problem. So don't uh, worry. Look, on paper, it looked great. You know I mean? Well, you sit there. Kamara was balling all season. All of a sudden, he's got this MCL sprain. And then Murray had this little ankle injury, and then all of a sudden it turned into a five-week absence. So, <laughs> and I still don't know if he's gonna play Sunday. Is it game time decision? Was the last time I knew. He's GTD. It's all game time decision. So we'll see what Kingsbury and wants I to don't do out there. Quarterback right now. If he doesn't play, I gotta pick some waiver wire because I got Tannehill out of bye. So that's just my luck. Three weeks. He better go pick up Jimmy D, bro. <laughs> It's good to have you on the show again, C Rebel. Yeah, right. I'm glad we had a show. All right, so uh, so we got two down. So we got Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray so far. Eckler. Eckler's been a solid beast Damn. all year. Another person I gave to guess who? Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what? By the one guy that's on my squad, so I love him all year so far, has been Debo Samuel. He's been a beast. Chaz, yes. did you just get that bang in the old lady? Because you are like totally out of breath right now, Russ. <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> it's like you're trying to suck a golf ball through a guard hose, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My chest feels like it's got a vampire and burn in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. There's some chest things going on. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm still better than I was. I, yeah. was, I was rough. Even... Yeah, you guys are even. You guys, a couple of you guys called and checked time, and you guys seen how it was rough. Yeah, it was it was rough sledding for it you. Does, for it sure. takes time, bro, for sure. Just pace yourself and you know get healthy, man. We wish you the best. Dude. Three weeks, three weeks. I've been off. I'm finally gonna go back to work Monday, but I've been off three weeks. Fucking yeah. day. That's good, Chaz. <laughs> not really. It's like I lost about 14 pounds. A buddy of mine, Alex, like, maybe you should keep that shit for a couple more weeks. Fuck <laughs> you. Hey, so did you, did you get it after I asked you to be on the show a few weeks ago? 
Yeah, right after I came home where I told you I was up north hunting, and I started feeling sick when I was up north. I was like, I just got a cold or something being out in the woods. And then when I got home, holy motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. Shit just, is like, literally, it's like a flip of a switch. Like, I just got I over it, too. Like flu or something, because I've, I've been sitting out in the woods for three days. You like, know the same I, thing. Yup, no, but I got tested and everything, and it's like, didn't have much of anything, but maybe just a little stuffy nose, but then the next day, it's just like a train hit you, and it's like, holy crap. Uh, that's exactly the way to put it, too. I knew by the time I went and got tested, I knew whatever it was wasn't fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, it hit you out of nowhere. Like, I remember going to the gym, going to the gym on a Monday night, feeling great, woke up the next day. The worst headache of my life. That's how it started and for I me. And I couldn't taste my coffee, and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Yep. See, I never really lost the taste too much, and I never got the headache. I got the fucking fever, and for eight days, it never broke 102.1. I stayed at, like, 102.8 the whole fucking nine days. And then when my wife was able to get it broke, the lowest she got it, it was, like, 102.1. That's what fucking kicked my ass. And it's crazy. fever. Because I feel like a lot of people, it's either they get the headaches or they get that fever. Because I didn't have a fever at all, but I had those headaches yeah, to start off with. That's, that's, that's what I had. She lost, she lost all of her taste, lost all Same. her smell, and had some horrible headaches yeah i never really got the fever though see i got the fever yeah i got it all fever body aches chills like the first three nights were were awful it's yeah probably, i can't, it I can't so compare it to anything your knees fucking ache your, all your joints fucking ache Ugh, what i compared it to bad. is i was like literally i was like the first two to three days of having it it's like I don't even remember what those days were like. I don't remember right, them right, happening. It was a blur because your mind was I was out of it. Putting it out. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. I know. So, to talk about fantasy football. All right. So let's. Yeah. Into it. Yep. I was going to say, all right. So we got, I think what we got, four players down now so far? I, I three. Put, uh, I put uh, Prescott on there. I put Eckler on there. Got Kyler. I put uh, Kyler Murray and Debo Samuel. Yup, so we got another one. We got one more to go. Uh, As far as running backs go, I'd have to put Josh Jacobs, another one who's been pretty consistent. You don't think anyone out there is better than Josh Jacobs? I believe some people out there. I think some people out there, but like I said, you guys are waking me up at fucking 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm doing doing the best I can here. Come on, Skip. We want some hot takes. Yeah, man. We called (laughs) you for the hot takes. You rebel dub I know I'm off my game. Let's see who's a really, really hot. Uh, tight ends have, have been hit and miss all year. So you really can't put a tight end. I'll give there. you. I'll give you a little bit about our top fives. We did like a little. Everyone had Jonathan Taylor. So you had Jonathan Taylor and a lot of top fives. We had Cooper Cup. Had him and he hooked him up. Yeah, we had we had Cooper Cup and a couple of them. Um, I, I went on. I went on Sung Hero kind of route. I went Cordell Patterson. Um, Philly went with Terry. McLaurin and then Grandmaster B had a little one-two combo of uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams over there in Green Bay. So had a lot of good picks out there. Who was that running back for Pittsburgh? It's been pretty consistent. All yeah, Najee. Najee Harris. Najee Harris has been pretty. His, his numbers have been great, but he's giving you 14 to 16 every single week. If you can get that at a one position every week and you got some backups to go with it, you're going to do okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, no Najee's gonna be a beast moving could. forward. Yeah, but that Najee Harris is gonna be a beast moving but forward. Let's just think about this one thing though. It kind of scares me about Alabama running backs. I was thinking about him putting him in it, but I didn't because 
he's got the fear of Trent Richardson in him right now for me. Because I feel like it's just he came out of college. He was a monster in college. And then he got Najee Harris. He's averaging like when you normally have a running back yeah, coming out who's been, a stud. He's already been more successful than Najee Harris. Yeah, so, no, yeah. no. But you think about it though, the big number that for a running back tells a tale is yards per rush. Yeah, guys can break away for big runs. Najee's averaging like I think it's like three point six yards a carry. When you got a guy averaging under four yards a carry, that's kind of a red flag right there for me. And that's the same thing with Trent Richardson. He had the volume in Cleveland his rookie mm. year. I had him on my team. The dude was a monster. Yeah. Next year, dude was a bust. He just doesn't have the breakaway speed. Yeah, he can catch passes. He can run. Really he can score touchdowns. A lot of beast running backs this year. Go, Nick Chubb is way under where he should be. Well, yeah, well, Nick Chubb averages the most Thank yards per carry in the NFL. Really he averages six you. yards per carry. The dude just doesn't get enough carries because Cleveland's yeah, just a bad getting, team. Like you say, yeah. get sixteen carries per game. That's but not the, cut it. and that's a different world, fantasy football. I mean, you can have. Good players and in fantasy football, it won't mean shit. Yeah, That's I'm right. in fantasy, but I'm like almost when you get that real life perspective, like you, any guy can be a bust for you, but Nick Chubb, he gets 16 carries a game. Dude's averaging six yards carry. You give Najee. You can't, you can't count on him every single week to give you those kind of points because you never know what kind, you never kind of know what kind of Baker Mayfield you're going to get. See, Rebel, let me ask you this. See, Rebel, every time Nick Chubb pops a big rung, how many times do you pop a Chubb? <laughs> Because I haven't seen enough this year. <laughs> what, 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 I'll probably take Nick Chubb over Najee Harris. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think I would yeah. too right now. But if you're looking at numbers for numbers, look how much closer they are. Look at last year's numbers or this year's numbers. And his Chubb's numbers were, have not been consistent enough to where you could trust him. No, he's been a little banged up. It's not yeah. his fault. It's not his fault. I'm not yeah. saying it's his fault, but it's, it's fantasy football is a different animal. All right, now let me ask you this one, see Rabbit, real quick. Who would you take as your quarterback right now? Big Ben right now, or Big Bakes? I take the quarterback I gave you for a bag of bolts and some that's, fucking that's, that's, that's another question for another day. Big Ben or no, Big yeah, Bakes? Yeah, let's, not, let's not go on that one. Who, right? who are you taking, Big Ben or Baker Mayfield right now? If you got a you got a you got a six and six Cleveland team, or you got a five five and one Pittsburgh team, who are you taking? To answer that question off the bat, and without looking at both the remaining schedules, I'm gonna have to go with Big Ben. That's See, I I almost feel like Baker is in a bad situation. He doesn't have any wide receivers. Yeah. Nope. And he, and he doesn't, and he doesn't. And, and the Odell Beckham Jr. thing, I knew wasn't going to work. I, it, it's been like that when he was in New York. It, he's a freaking crybaby. He doesn't get 18 throws his way a day. Now, if you put I Baker Mayfield, again. you put Baker Mayfield on Pittsburgh, do you think he works it out with Najee? You put him on Washington. And Chase, Clay, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. I think you put him on the Redskins. I think you put Baker Mayfield on the Redskins and his, t- and his game goes up. Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that one, honestly. It's not I, a, I, I, believe, I believe he's a better quarterback over there, and I believe he could run that off. I think a few teams you can put him on Cleveland. I thought, I thought the way they drafted in the beginning was stupid. When they took when they took Chubb and then took him, they could have had an extra running back on top of it. It was just dumb the way they did it. 
Yeah, no, I, w- I would agree there with you almost in a sense. And then, like, you just look at the NFL. The parity of good quarterbacks to bad quarterbacks is just night and day. You got yourself about a handful of a good 10 to 12 quarterbacks, and after that, it's almost a dot, a pile of dog shit after that, honestly. Right. I mean, look at the one in Saints. Taysom Hill yeah, experience. That, that, uh, dude, all the Saints fans are crying for Jameis Winston to come steal some crab legs down in Louisiana right now. Dude, like, honestly, though, dude, you, you give me a Jameis Winston on a team and you can sit there and say, hey, Jameis, I'm going to let you throw the ball 50 times. I'll take Jameis Winston over Taysom Hill. Hey, buddy, get you some crab legs, though. Dog, hey man. Hey, only quarterback in NFL history to throw 30, 30 interceptions, but he threw for five thousand yards that same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking retarded. It's a very nice. It's a Caucasian Joey Harrington. Thanks a lot. <laughs> jo- Joey never threw for five thousand or thirty TDs though. So. <laughs> How many, how many interceptions did he throw for? Oh, uh, that year? I think he threw uh, 33 touchdowns and like 31 picks that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that, what would that get us? Uh, the number seven pick three times that we took a wide receiver in. Mike Williams, Roy Williams. How'd that work out? Charles Rogers. Yeah, man. Bus City, oh. bro. It's terrible, it's man. Bad. Terrible. Yeah. Chad. That's what you got out of that. All right. Joey Harrington, flop. Mike Williams, flop. Roy Williams, flop. Charles Rogers, flop. Those are all number four draft picks in six years. C. Rogers is number two. Yeah. Like I said. Five years and none of them were in the league. All right. So then let's flip the switch. So you had your top five. You have Dak. Kyler, Najee, Jack Jacob, Josh Jacobs, and Debo Samuel. So that's a good top five right there. I don't mind it. But then on to the next part, we were talking a little bit of the Ohio State Buckeyes and Michigan Wolverine game tomorrow. What do you think? Not Ohio State, but you know uh, Iowa. Oh, I think that game was last weekend. So uh, no, we were we were talking about the game, but I'm just talking like tomorrow for the Iowa Michigan game. What's your thoughts on it? And what's your what? What's your thoughts from the game last week? And what's your thoughts on the game coming into this week? From last week, I was very impressed. It was not the same Jim Bahar coaching I was used to. I came. Who is it, Jim? Who? I was not the same Jim Harbaugh I saw last year and I talked to a few of my buddies and I was like he didn't get to the big title game in a big way he should have been fired before that happened I've been very disappointed and very hard on Jim Harbaugh yeah I, I was I was in the same boat quite a bit I think he really has turned I think I, I like all the coaching moves he finally did he just kept putting pieces in place and not getting complacent so he's done a good job this year but will it result in total wins yeah I was right now he's still really has done nothing he's made a bunch of noise win the big time titles or i'm still not a believer yeah no i agree i was uh it was big red flags for me for jim harbaugh this year like you know taking taking the less money to stay at michigan you know kind of switching well, some stuff off they took from him they took a lot from him. they cut a salary in half and then also at the same time did you see what harbaugh and uh his wife did they um from his, I think it was from his bonus from winning um, the Big Ten East, they uh, split it out between the um, 
Yep. I think it was like the graduate yes. uh, coaches or yep. something like that. Yeah, so and, and, and all that money that uh, the organization pay out, they they made him pay because they didn't trust. They said we don't trust you. Exactly. That's exactly what that statement said. Yep. So I think I think it was a big big X on Jim Harbaugh's back to start the season, and I mean. You know, he conquered. If he gets to the national championship game and loses, I think that's great. But I still don't think the target's off his back. We need to see that more than two years out of him. Yeah, don't but all right, all right. So let me let me go don't back to that. I got ninety-one lions. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. But let's let's go back on that point right there, though. So I would you, the the thing that I think with Michigan football right now is you take the immediate success because you just look at all the teams that have squeaked their way into the playoff like a look at that one year michigan state win it was a one and done for them like a lot of teams it's a one it's it's a one and done like you're you're in the present right now so you're taking what you're getting and i just think it's it's hard for anybody but a alabama or like a georgia to just repeat that success even look at clemson this year clemson was just that team of just you had uh Dabo Sweeney out there. So heavy. Well, let me add let me add to that question though. How come they can get there every year but nobody else can? SEC, ACC. I don't I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I don't want to hear that excuse. They're out working you. You got to figure out a way to outwork you them. Know. Anything else is an excuse. Yeah, I was going to say working you. They're outworking you. You got to outwork them. I don't want one year and done. You show me year after year you can be consistent or we get somebody that can. I don't want to hear that. Oh, well, they're just getting better recruits. Well, then you're doing something wrong. The thing I can say, <laughs> you're a tough guy. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing I can think about right now is you have your major conferences. They always have that one good team. SEC always has two. So you, you sit there and you already think about it year in, year out. You got... You got Alabama and Georgia that are almost a shoe in. You have to look at that deeper. Why? Why every year those two teams? It's got to be looked at deeper than that. Well, they're the, not just getting lucky. They're not throwing darts at a wall and saying, "Yep, he'll do," and then going out and, and going out and winning twelve games every year. It's not happening like that. They're doing something that we're not. Oh, uh, Alabama's doing saving, so they got saving. That's 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 well, one thing right there. Right, he, and he's an attractive, but why is saving an attractive? And that's what you got to deep into. That's and college. That's Football Sometimes coach of all time. Question. Yeah, I know, but that's a hard question to crack. But you got to crack that. And I don't want to. I'm sick. I'm a Detroit sports guy, and that's all we get. Usually, is one years and duns. Yeah, uh, the Pistons have shown us a couple of years here and there back in the, in the day. But name a dynasty besides the Detroit when we think's ever had Detroit. All right, let me. The, like, yeah, 1950s. All right, let me ask you this question though. I'm tired of those one and done bullshit. Let, let me ask you this question. So. You got your top teams out there in the SEC. You got your ACC. You got Dabo Sweeney out there in probably about the Big 12 country. You got like a – every year it's maybe an Oklahoma, OK State. But you see Lincoln Lincoln Riley just left to go to USC. Yeah, you Um, see how that's worked. Everybody left. Yeah, and then you got Brian Kelly going. You got Brian Kelly going down there to LSU, which I don't think that's going to do much of anything because it's still LSU. But at the same time, so – let me ask you this one. Do you take a Nick Saban, a Kirby Smart, a Dabo Sweeney, and you replace Jim Harbaugh with those guys? What do you think happens to the U of M program? I think it falls right back down in his face. Honestly, what I think... My, honestly, I, I honestly do. I don't think you're going to change it like that. My take on it is those guys will breed champions down there because it's a different kind of football. I think, I think it'll help you in the long run. But also at the same time, I feel like I'm a 
I'm a, I'm not the biggest Harbaugh believer, but I just think he's a good. Co- I think he's a great slash good coach. He's on that cusp of being a great coach. He just can't get over the hump to be like the Ryan Days and all those kind of guys. He's not good. He doesn't have the recruiting call out that those guys have. Is that's, that what you're saying to me? that's what I'm saying. The recruiting is okay. a big part. See, and I and I, and where I disagree with that is, as you, I well, I agree with you. That he doesn't have the recruiting clout, but I think if you get them guys to come into the Big Ten and the SEC, that's a different style of football over there. And I was They're playing different yeah, kind of football. That's what I was just gonna I say. Don't, I don't believe those guys are going to bring SEC and beat Big Ten teams here with that style. I and, think they're going to get exposed. And get crushed. You got to change it from the inside out in the Big Ten. You got to take over all those conferences of the Big Ten by Big Ten style of football. It's the only way you're going to do it. And the thing and too, the only I was. Way you're going to do it is figure out a way to out recruit them. Yeah, and I was going to say the same thing too. Is I don't even feel like yeah, you got a Nick Saban that comes to Michigan, or you got a Kirby Smart. I don't think the guys from Florida, Georgia, all those belts down there. That they get their recruits from. Well, I, I don't. Smart to know just what I said. I think they know that. They're I don't. They're not coming to Michigan. They're not coming to Michigan. They're still like, going. We're not going to be able to pull that kind of stuff if, off. If here. Alabama sat there and they go and they say, "Hey, we're going to pull, incredible. we're going to pull Fickle from Cincinnati," I feel like Fickle will just recruit almost just as good as Saban, and I feel like Saban will recruit like how Harbaugh. Maybe he gets a couple more pulls, but I don't know if it's going to be. That upper echelon of talent that he gets. I don't. I don't either. I don't so either. I don't think they can. I, don't I just think they, can, they can swindle that talent out of those guys in the field. Yup, and it's. I just. I just think it's. It's Ohio State. They get all their ingrown talent. If if Michigan can keep pulling talent from Ohio, that's a big thing. But I just feel like They've been doing it for years. Right? I just. So yup, I just feel like Ohio State gets those. Gets those couple extra guys, those couple extra five stars each year that Michigan loses out on, and that's that's the major part right there. Okay, so how do we beat them this year then? But that being said, how do we beat them this year? How did we outplay them? Our, we outplayed them. Our game plan was right, and we executed. Very much so. But Ohio does have some of the best players in the United States. I mean, look at the Michigan teams that have won. Desmond Howard, where was he born and raised? Where do you think? Ohio. Where was Charles Woodson yeah. born and raised? Uh, he was born all by you guys, wasn't he? If I'm mistaken, he was actually from Michigan, wasn't he? If I'm not mistaken. Um, I think so. I'm not 100 I think he was out by, by you guys, out by the Port Huron area. I think, I think that's where he's from. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100% positive on that one. I just know. And he was a wide receiver extraordinaire pothead. Yeah, man. (laughs) No, he never smoked any ganja, Chaz. Yeah, yeah, he never smoked any less either. Or should I say, Sea Rebel? (laughs) Whatever. I don't care at this point. Yeah, I just, I just think, I just think it's going to be a big time. I mean, a lot of people are. Almost like a their cakewalk in Michigan and past Iowa, but I just think you know you gotta Something you gotta play the football game. Who's gonna win tomorrow? We haven't even brought that up. Um, I I think Michigan still pulls it off. I just we were talking earlier tonight, and it's like, do they go any further than that? I well, here's here's the thing though. We always play Iowa tough. Iowa plays us tough, I should say. And it's always a battle against Iowa. So Iowa's always in the big damn ten. And they'll never win shit, but they're always there. They're always there and they're always throwing a fit. So I feel like tomorrow you you execute you execute the game plan. You ground and pound like you kinda did against Ohio State. Cade makes throws. I mean, defense plays good, you get pressure on them on the QB. I think things will be looking looking good. But then at the same time, you need a lot of honestly, there's a lot of things that could happen. 
in the in the college football playoff. Like you got Alabama facing Georgia. If Georgia goes out and blows out Alabama, does that mean okay okay state comes in and blows out who they're playing? Does that mean they jump in front of Alabama to loss Alabama? Well, I feel like Cincinnati, they're playing Houston. Cincinnati goes out, plays a good game, they're undefeated, they're in, I feel like, regardless. But I just feel like there's a lot of variables. All right, so so top four, Cincinnati comes out wins. I mean, I still feel like it's 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 Georgia. If Georgia trounces Alabama, you got Georgia, Michigan. Then I'm probably honestly going to throw Cincy at three. Yeah, if they get trounced, it's 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 a bad case scenario for them because I feel like since he would jump to three, then at that point, then if at that point, imagine if you got yourself a almost a coachless Notre Dame team until the day they hired Marcus Freeman, their defensive coordinator, and they're they're in their top, and and then they and they jump into the top four, and Brian Kelly just left them go to LSU. So I mean, there's. There's a lot of things that could happen this weekend, and I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't believe anybody. I don't see anybody beating Georgia. Honestly, in my opinion, you ask him right now, Georgia's going to win a national championship. And here, let me tell you the thing that I believe in: the best team that has a chance against Georgia is Michigan. I, I agree, but I don't. I. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see it, but I don't see Georgia losing to Michigan. I don't see them losing to Notre Dame. I don't see them losing to Alabama. No. I just don't see it. I don't with those receivers and that <laughs> offensive line, I just don't see it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun fun weekend of football with the championship weekend going on, so I just think honestly well, there's, there's a lot of Michigan to win a national championship. I think it's a pipe dream. Uh, wrong, I don't I don't say a, I don't say it's a pipe dream. I say it's a it's a, it's kind of like a, it's an out there dream, but I don't say it's a pipe dream because I just yeah, feel it's an, out, it's an out there dream. It's an out there dream, but it's out there as a lion's winning a game this year. That's about how out there it is. Damn, Chaz. No, hey, Michigan's actually in it though. You can't really say. So that. I'm saying, I just told him, I'm like, if anyone can oh, beat Georgia, oh, it's it too. it's yeah, Michigan. The, the, the clock starts. <laughs> Ah, no, you're talking about you're talking about apples and oranges, Bryce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. But I, I, I was just, I just, I just don't believe. I don't believe any of the, I don't believe anybody's going to beat Georgia. And I, I don't believe any team they play. They're going to beat them by more than ten points. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> but you guys, I'm glad you had time. We're glad with the podcast. Glad you woke me up. I'm going to fucking bed. <laughs> you tired? Right, Come on, Chaz. Hey. Hey, throw on the Google Maps over here. We got a half bottle for you. Get over here. Jerry's over here for you. All right, fellas. I will see you today. Have a great rest of your podcast. Thanks, Chaz. Good to hear from you, brother. All right, brother. All right, see you, Rob. See you, man. Take care, bro. Get well.